On Shabbos, we read about the war which Kal Yisrael waged against the nation of Midian. The Pasik says, Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata, 1,000 soldiers per Shevet. Moshe instructed the Jewish people to mobilize an army consisting of 1,000 men from each Shevet, for a total of 12,000 troops. But why the repetition, Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata? So the Medrash explains that there were actually 3,000 men that were recruited from every Shevet. 1,000 to fight the war, 1,000 to stand guard, and 1,000 to daven for a successful outcome. But the question is, Hashem specifically commanded Klal Yisrael to wage this battle against Midian. In fact, whenever the Jewish people went out to war, it was done with Hashem's authorization. They first consulted with the Urim Vetumim that was situated on the Choshen worn by the Kohen Gadol. And they would ask it and would prophetically respond to questions posed to it. So if the answer was in the affirmative, that would signal Hashem's clear authorization to go to war. Then victory was guaranteed. Hashem would certainly assure their success. So why did they designate a thousand people to Daven? So this farm explained, No matter how confident we are of success, tfilois are still necessary. We still need to pour out our hearts to Hashem in prayer and ask for His assistance. Because tefillah is an indispensable prerequisite for bracha. So even if Hashem already decreed that you will be matzliach, even if your blessings were already guaranteed, tefillahs are still necessary. For example, Hashem decrees in Rosh Hashanah, Miya Ani, Miya Asher. Who will be enriched? Who will be impoverished? And the Gemara says in Mesechtis Rosh Hashanah that a person's panas is fixed on Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah, Hashem decrees how much a person will earn that upcoming year. So if that's the case, why do we have to go to shul to daven every day? Why do we have to daven the tefillah of Baruch Aleinu and ask for panasa daily? If it was already determined on Rosh Hashanah, the amount of money we will earn this year. And we can't even change it during the year. So it seems that our tefillahs during the year are meaningless. So it's this same idea. Although Hashem puts all our needs and wants in our bank account on Rosh Hashanah, it's incumbent upon us to go to the bank and withdraw it. A person can have millions of dollars deposited in their account on Rosh Hashanah. But if they never go to the bank to make a withdrawal, they will live their whole life in poverty. Hashem has deposited all of our Yeshua's in Rosh Hashanah. All we have to do is show up in shul and daven for it. When we open up the Siddur, that is equivalent to putting in our password into the ATM machine. Tefillah is the channel and the conduit which grants us access to our Yeshua's. In 1977, there was a movement in the Israeli Knesset to try to pass a bill that would legalize abortion. Spearheading the campaign was the Minister of Justice, Shmuel Tamir. When Jews around the world heard that Israel was trying to legalize killing fetuses in the womb, there was tremendous consternation. Leaders in Eretz Yisrael decided to send a delegation of prestigious Rabbanon to speak with Tamir, to try to dissuade him from going ahead with this horrific idea. Included in the delegation was Rabbi Rafal Levine, the son of one of the most beloved Rabbanon, Rabbi Arya Levine. Two days before the meeting, Rabbi Rafal Levine got on the phone and called each of the Rabbanim in the delegation and pleaded with them that they should storm the gates of heaven with prayer and they should ask their kihila to daven that they should be successful in their incredibly important mission. 
Two days later, the delegation arrived at the office of the Minister of Justice, Shmuel Tamir. At one point, Rabbi Rafael Levine spoke up. I am the son of Rabbi Arya Levine. And the eyes of Shmuel Tamir lit up. He turns to everyone in the delegation. Ah, he was our beloved rabbi. Then looking at Rabbi Rafael, he said, So what do you want to say? Please go ahead. Rabbi Rafael tells him, I would like to share with you a short story. One day when I was a young boy, a secular couple knocked on our door. They wanted to speak to my father, Arya Levine. My father invited them in and sat them down. Then I heard as a loud argument ensued between the husband and the wife. It turned out that the wife was expecting a child and the husband who was in medical school wasn't ready for a child. He felt it would impede his studies. But the wife was very insistent. She would not go for an abortion. She was adamant about keeping the baby and they couldn't come to an agreement. This went on for over an hour. My father listened intently to both sides. All the while, he was trying to persuade the husband that they should bring the child into the world. He promised them that the child would only bring them nachas and would have a major positive impact on the family. Finally, the father was persuaded. He agreed to let the fetus live and they would bring the child into the world and raise it with love and affection. After concluding this heartwarming story, Rabbi Fall leaned across the table towards Shmuel Tamir, looked him straight in the eye, and said quietly, A few months later, the couple had a baby boy. They named him Shmuel. He grew up to be an important person. His name is Shmuel Tamir. And Tamir was shocked. He said, Rabbi, you sure was me? I never heard the story. Rabbi Fall tells him, Call your mother right now. On the spot, Shmuel Tamir picked up the phone and called his mother. At first, there was silence. Then his mother responded quietly. You have to understand, times were different then. Tamir slammed down the phone. He looked up at the delegation. Distinguished Rabbanam, you have nothing to worry about. This bill will never hit the Knesset floor as long as I am the Minister of Justice. On their way out, one of the Rabbanim asked Rabbi Rafal, Did you know this story two days ago? And Rabbi Rafal said, Of course I did. So why did you call each one of us and insist that we daven? It must have been clear to you that the story would be a slam dunk. And Rabbi Rafal told him, Slam dunk ahin, slam dunk ahir. Story this way, story that way. Without fila, we are nothing. On the contrary, he said, the only reason that the story had any impact was only because of our tefillahs. What a powerful message. We cannot access our brachas without davening for it. All our blessings might be waiting for us, but our tefillahs create the pipelines through which they can descend from the heavens into our lives. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.